I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Britain is mourning the passing of one of its great graphic artists. Cartoonist Ronald Searle died this past weekend at the age of 91. Searle was best known for a series of comics depicting a girls' boarding school called St. Trinian's. Its hysterical teachers and anarchic pupils were later featured in a series of popular films in the 1950s. Ronald Searle himself thought of St. Trinian's this way. The Trinian stuff came up quite accidentally. They, they got published. It only lasted six years. My principle has always been the moment it's successful, kill it, because it can only get worse. But basically, I was more interested in illustration and reportage. And reportage is what Steve Bell focused on when he organized an exhibit of Searle's work in London last year. Bell is the Guardian's cartoonist based in Brighton, England. Now, Steve, you curated this exhibit of Searle's work at the Cartoon Museum in London. And I understand that Searle made his first foray into reportage uh, when he was a prisoner of war at the hands of the Japanese in World War II. Tell us about that. Yeah, that really is the most horrifying story. He was a prisoner of the Japanese from, I think, from 1942 right through to the end of the war. He was actually a slave labourer. He had a hell of a, he had an awful time. He worked on the Burma Railway, uh, when they made that Bridge of the River of Kwai Mm. film about. He was very near death quite a lot of the time. He was severely beaten, punished, as they all were. Yet he kept drawing at great risk to his own life, and he preserved these drawings. He had this kind of... um, urge to record what was happening. Well, he did speak about the fact in this BBC documentary a couple of years ago that there were no cameras around, and oh. that's what prompted him to draw. Let's hear that. I said to myself, you are going to be an unofficial war artist. And I spent my next four years recording as best I could everything that happened in the prison and in the jungle. And Steve Bell, as you say, uh, to rather great risk for Ronald Searle. Yeah, he, I mean, they would have destroyed the drawings and they, he would have been severely punished, not to say been beaten to death. He hid the drawings apparently under underneath cholera victims because people were dying around him of cholera all the time. And, of course, the Japanese were not keen to catch cholera themselves, so they left it alone. So it, this, it was an amazing thing for actually a young artist fresh out of art school to do. But it's something that gives his art an underlying seriousness and stature because it was a, an amazing work of mm. rep- reporting what happened, this great crime. Steve, what are some of your favorite non-reportage drawings by Searle? <laughs> Nigel Molesworth, the evil I, yeah, prep schoolboy, you like I, him? Spe- my special favorite was Molesworth. I, I, that's probably where I came to know the name Searle because somebody lent me a copy of a book of um, Molesworth drawings, which was written by Willens in this wonderfully misspelt style. There are so many. There's these cadaverous-looking masters with their long noses and their cloaks, mm. which look like bats and crows, their spindly legs, and their fun shoes. The way he drew fingers, I always loved the way he drew hands and fingers. They're fold round things. Just the sheer scratchiness of it. There's the characters. The I'm sheer, trying sheer, to think it. of illustrations that uh, <laughs> might uh, prompt our American listeners to remember who Ronald Searle was. And perhaps the best, aside from a, a few New Yorker cartoons, he did the cartoon title sequence in the 1960s comedy film, Those Magnificent Men in Their Flying Machines. That's right, yeah. That was a great success. These funny, spindly, weird little machines that flapped about. He he did work a lot in America. I mean, he drew reportage for Holiday Magazine, an immense amount of stuff. He went to Alaska, he went to Florida, he went all over the place. He went wherever he was sent. He was a 
a roving eye, as it were. That sadly, that not many magazines seem to do this kind of stuff anymore. I suppose the age of the magazine is now long gone. We're in the age of the blog now, but drawing is still a vital thing to do. And he was just the greatest draftsman ever for me. I think the greatest artist, British artist, bar none. Steve Bell, the Guardian's cartoonist, speaking with us from Brighton, England. Thank you so much for talking to us about Ronald Searle. Thank you. We have a couple of videos looking back at Ronald Searle's career. They're at theworld.org.